This is Soul to Soul, the show with Nessie. Sub Soul fam, it's Nessie here, back with another episode of Soul to Soul, the show where I talk about my life here in South Korea from the perspective of a black British woman. We are now literally careering to the end of February right now, so I hope everyone is doing well. At the moment, it is sleeting in Seoul. For some ridiculous reason, this country still decides to go, oh, well, you know what we haven't thrown for you in a while? Snow. It has been snowing at least once a week this entire month. It has been ridiculous. Like, I cannot... I cannot stress enough that when Koreans say that Seoul, uh, Korea in general, has four seasons, it does have four seasons, but unlike the UK, where each season is very distinct of three months, three months, three months, three months, you have about four months of winter, about a week and a half of spring, you have like five months of summer, and then you have like a month of autumn, and then you go back into the hell spawn of winter. It, it, it is ridiculous. Like I've had to turn on my ondol again because it is so cold in this apartment and I looked out the window and there's giant flakes of snow falling. But at the same time, the temperature is like two degrees and it has been raining quite a bit today. So I don't think it's, it, it's, not, it's not cold enough for it to stick basically because it was raining and then it's just sleeting and now it's snowing. So that's that, that, that's that fiasco, but I've been staying indoors anyway, because my new job is starting next week, which is great. And I'm looking forward to actually going back to work. Although I have been doing things on the side and I have been venturing out as well. Uh, For those of you who follow on my social media, you would have seen that last Friday I went to the 80s Annie pop-up and I did a couple of videos on that. It was really, really, really good. I spent way too much money considering that I'm not earning an income at the moment, but I got the cutest stuff and I have been keeping my little keyring Mingi plush with me um, wherever I go. I can't help it whenever I see it. It's, it's a little chick. I've got like three bird character <laughs> K-pop plushies right now. I had Jay, who's a chicken, and I had Felix, who's a chick, and now Mingi's a chick. But uh, Mingi's the only one that I just look at and I just I just squee. I look at it and I just go, Mingi! I, I don't know why I do it. <laughs> because I think it, out of all the chicken ones, it's the cutest one. And I, I do want to take um, the bigger plushies. I've got Hongjun, Jongho and San. I do want to take them out of their boxes, but at the same time, I don't want to because I know that they're going to go down the same route as the Mingi Plus. And every time I see them, I'm just going to squee and shout their names and give them a cuddle because they're big and lovely. But yeah, so I spent my money on that. Um, and also last week, what I did was go to the National Museum of Korea, which is what this episode is going to be about. So with Kip, particularly KIP level five. I didn't realize you could actually do this for all the other levels as well. No one bothered to tell us this, but for specifically for KIP level five, KIP level five, um, as of the last couple of years, I'll say probably the last two years, yeah. Um, 
it is the the final level is 70 hours as opposed to the other levels like one two three and four which is 100 hours 100 class hours for kip level five it is 70 class uh, is 70 hours but actually is 60 class hours and then the 10 other hours is meant to be extracurricular activities that you're meant to like do in order to combine with the level five this is something that they introduced in recent years previously i think it was only like 80 hours but i was like 80 class hours and then you just did that and then that was that but they they've changed the entire system and they changed the entire program because previously as well levels one two three and four if you failed those levels you could redo the level again and then automatically go through but then the recent change was that they kept that for one two and three but for level four if you failed level four you redo the course again but you you have to pass instead of passing by 60 marks you have to pass by 40 marks and if you kept failing you kept failing no matter no matter how many times you do the course again you still have to pass it with 40 points so you just have to keep going level five i believe the system is the same that if you you could do level five again but you would have to pass by 40 marks and it's a lot more there's a lot less grammar there's, there's a lot less rules and stuff like that i actually find level five a little bit more easier because it's just like a textbook like there's no grammar that you have to learn there's no like oh, you have to implement this grammar section or this this grammar part into what you're learning and then you're learning that within the context of the subject that you're studying. It's all literally just text, 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 text. And there's a bunch of reading and it goes past very quickly and you really should be translating that if you don't understand what's going on, you really should be translating throughout the lesson. But I, like, again, I'm doing it online uh, the entire kit process that I've done, I've done it completely online, which has been great for me. So, because what I do, I'll just have my book open and then I have my phone open. And then if there's any words that I really don't know within the book, I'll just translate it and then write it into the book. I don't think I'll be able to get away with that because it would just look rude if I was in the classroom and I'm constantly on my phone. But for the most part, it's to try and uh, gather and understand what I needed to do. But anyway, so yeah, level five is more about like Korean, like saying well, like life, like properly, like understanding what makes Korea Korea, like the societal and histor historical facts behind it. And it's a very modern book as well because I have actually in involved a lot of the Corona in uh, situations that have happened within the past couple of years. I think the old book they had they had to rejig it so solely because of that purpose so solely so should i say so that's great but what's not great is those bonus 10 hours so there's a there's a multitude of things that you can do to be able to get those hours you can uh go to other classes there's like there's extra special like classes that are like two hours each um like health and safety um there's like an immigration one as well um you can donate blood which uh, builds up your hours and time uh you can do volunteering 
but the way that they they work it out, which is completely and utterly ridiculous, is that ten hours worth of volunteering is one hour of uh, the extracurricular activities. So then, if you wanted to do two hours, you could have to do like two sessions in two days. Volunteering, I couldn't do. Well, I can't do, should I say, because I'm still doing this course. I can't do it because the only time that I'll be able to do volunteering, realistically speaking now, because work is starting next week, is on the weekends. But my KIP lesson is on the weekend as well. Like my classes are 9am to 1am or 1pm. And to be able to do 10 hours worth of work, I would have to be working till 11 o'clock in the night. And none of these institutions will, will be open for that amount of time so it just doesn't work so my original goal was to do uh blood donation because blood donation gives you four hours which is great but it turns out um that british people are not legally allowed to give blood in south korea because of the epidemic of mad cow disease that was quite prevalent in the 1990s so people who have and the listing is quite weird like i think they said people who were born in or, or who have lived in the uk between 1983 and 1996 for three months no you know for one month and then 1997 onwards for over one month you cannot give blood in South Korea. So not even like myself, who is British, but someone like uh, Son Heung-min, who plays for Tottenham, he now cannot give blood in his native Korea because he spends most of his time in the UK. So British people and French people have discovered for the same reason, cannot do donate blood in South Korea. And actually, I think there's several countries that have this ruling as well. I think in Australia, you can't. There's one in Japan that you can't. Apparently, the um, the whatever chemicals or whatever virus it is can live dormant in your bloodstream for years. And there is a test that you can take to see if you have that within your system. And then if you don't, you can then give blood. But I think it costs a lot of money for whichever institution or whatever place to do it so people just act like okay well blanket ban you're not going to do it so that kind of peed me off because that's four hours of opportunity gone and i'm the only one in my kip class who is affected by that because apart from one guy who's an american guy everyone else is from an asian country so they could do that if they wanted to so i'm like Ugh. and then also I cannot do the classes. I can only do one class because the other, there's, there's three options. They, there's three classes that we could do during the time period of my studies. One of them is on a Friday night and it's online, which I can do. That's great. I'll like finish work and come home, sit on my computer for a couple of hours and listen to them talk about immigration and stuff. I can just literally just have uh just have it in the background and i could just play mario kart or whatever because i doubt they'll be talking to you and asking questions and stuff like that but the other two are in person and are at two o'clock in the afternoon now that annoyed me 
because it's like, well, it's meant to be an immigration pro- uh, program. Is your assumption that people are not going to be working on a Friday afternoon? Because a lot of the people who are trying to do this are professionals. And we've gotten to this stage to be able to, you know, stay here long time and long term and work. But at the same time, to be able to stay here long term, we have to earn money to stay here long term. I'm working as a teacher. I can't like cut my classes and be like, oh, by the way, I'm trekking to West Seoul to do this special immigration class because uh, it's bonus hours for my Korean immigration and integration program, the thing that I have to do. And my teacher called me early in the morning, about two days ago, asking, because I messaged her saying, look, I can't, I can't give blood, so I can't do four hours and I can't, I can only do one of those three classes and I can only do, and I've done the other thing, which is the, the cultural visit, but then altogether that equates to six hours and I need minimum eight. What can I do? And it's, it's like, it's not out of a want of trying, but literally your country has banned me from doing the one thing that I could do and I wanted to do, but I can't do it. And also I think from this year, uh, uh, what was it? The Corona immunization was an option as well. You get three hours for getting a booster jab, but most people have gotten that now. I'm kind of hoping that they just wrangle it and go, okay, well, let's put that on because at least that, then that gives me nine hours, but I'm gonna leave that responsibility to them. But the main thing that you can do, which is probably the easiest thing that you could do, it was the easiest for me, was to do a cultural visit. And on the cultural visit, they have a list of institutions all around the country that you can go to, to be able to say that you have integrated into Korean society by experiencing Korean culture. All you need to do is take pictures of the ticket, take pictures of you with the ticket outside of the venue, and then pictures of you inside of the venue and do do like 10 or more simple sentences about going to the venue and what you've experienced, obviously all in Korean. So the venue that I went to was the National Museum of Korea. And I didn't realize that this venue is free. So I went in and I was like, I expecting to like pay money and blah, blah, blah. But then they were like, oh no, it's free entry. I was like, oh, so it's the exhibitions you have to pay for great and i go into this marvelous splendid splendid building it's in yongsan like uh ichon you have to go what line was it is it line four i think it's line four yeah it's line four because I, I i transferred at sadang at line two so line four you get off again also it was snowing that day this last thursday ridiculous the weather is just absolutely mad but then I went with my friend Jane. If, if those of you who watch my YouTube videos, she is the girl who I went with to the Soul Jazz, Jazz Festival, I think about th- four or five years ago now. We went together because she's there, been there before, but then I kind of wanted someone to go with because it's like, you could go to the museum by yourself, but why would you want to? And she's back from the States because she was working in America for, for the last couple of years, but she came back to Korea and I was like, yeah, let's go together. Let's, let's, let's have some fun. 
and she's living in Gimpo, but she was coming into Seoul anyway for uh, a medical checkup. So we went and this place is huge. Like it's massive. It's there's like two separate buildings. And then in the main building where like the main museum is, there's about five floors and each floor is something different. We decided to stay on the ground floor because the ground floor is the history of Korea all the way from like the prehistoric times um, right around to modern modern history and modern Korea, like post-1945 or just around the time 1945 Korean history because uh, modern uh, his, uh, historical or his, 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 well, what's the word for it? Wait modern historics i guess would deem like post-1945 is the modern era of society considering the 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 length and gaps of history and all of that so you started off we started off at the right and you go to prehistoric see like all the tools and the stuff you see and stuff that they've they've dug up over the years and then you go through all the different dynasties, like the Goguryeo, uh, the the Three Kingdoms. I learned about Gaia. I didn't even know Gaia was like a dynasty in Korea, but it was. So, so that was like southwest of Korea and all the different like divisions that they had there. And then all the, like you're learning about how time transforms the, the land and how the different kingdoms fought each other and everything and then finding out about Shilla and how Shilla took over things and um all the different dynasties it was fascinating and going up into um to Goryeo and checking out um next after that for Choson as well so Choson Shide which is like a very important part of Korean history because that's when Sejong Daewang, the King Sejong the Great, uh, was reigning, and he was the one who created Hangul, which is the writing system that Koreans use to this day. Because before, uh, even though people spoke Korean, the the written form would be in Hanja, which is based on like Chinese letters, which is 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 like it's pretty much the exact same as uh Japanese kanji. Like I have friends who um who study and learn kanji and I was showing them Hanja and it's like, oh it's exactly the same. Because all the root words come from Chinese basically, but then each country has its own different uh pronunciation of each character. So he created this phonetic language to make it easier for the common folk to be able to learn to read and write because before it was only like scholars and people of royalty or uh, noble ability who would be able to to read and write. But then, then the common folk could learn because it was based on three different shapes, like the land, the, the person and the sun, I believe, like the dot, the vertical line and the horizontal line and every single uh character has a form of each shape it's and it's one of the reasons why actually hangul as in of itself is very easy to learn like the letters the construction of the language is very easy to learn like if you learn the abc 
very easy. Like you could read Hangul. Like it, it took me about three days. You could learn if you focused and did nothing else. You could learn Hangul in two days. My friend Tom, who came the first time he came to Korea, and I was showing him like how to pronounce and say certain words. After about a day, he got like half half the alphabet down. He he got it straight away. That's how easy it is. That's the easy part. It's the <laughs> it's the grammar. It's the grammar. That's the difficult part. That's the part that I've been struggling for for like ten years now. But yeah, so like going through all of that, and even though that was literally all just the first floor, that was the first floor that we were wandering around, and we spent like a good four hours there. I would say, yeah, uh, we we were there for the four hours. Even though technically you could go there and do something for two hours and then come back, and you still qualify for the four hours. But I was there for a long time. Enjoying myself, like my my friend was like, "You sure you're not bored? You sure it's not difficult?" And I was like, "No, I'm learning. Like I'm seeing all this jewelry. I'm looking at all these intricate, uh, intricate art, and looking at all these books and these texts, and learning about like Korean history and all of that. And it's like it's important to know the history of the country that you're living in. And honestly, I haven't been in a museum in probably." 15 20 years not since like my school days i would say that's the last time i actually went to like a proper museum i'm not really a museum uh or art gallery kind of person but i do love history or at least i did in school so going to this place and like studying and learning all of this it was really really quite quite fun and i i did enjoy myself it was it was a good time so then i did all of that took pictures made sure i had pictures i'm glad i had the forefoot uh the forethought to get my friend to take pictures of me next to like some of the exhibits and all of that because if not i would have been in trouble because this one girl she went to like a some sort of event in namsan and she took the pictures and stuff, but she the the teacher was like, oh, some of the pictures aren't clear enough. Like, you need to be there showing your ticket and you need to have you doing some of these things as well. And I was like, well, great. At least I have a picture of me next to this giant 10-story, in quotation marks, pagoda, and then me next to original Hangul text in a glass cage. Like, that's fine. It's done. I don't have to worry about that. So that's my four hours but the only other thing that I can do is one of the online classes because the other two classes I can't do. So I'm hoping um, I'm getting my work to call or email uh, next week just to confirm and say, look, I literally have no other option because all the other classes are offline and that's during work hours and as a british person legally i cannot give blood in this country and i cannot do volunteering because my classes are during the weekend so how are you going to rectify this situation and give me my missing two hours like uh, maybe you can make a special deal and make that two hour class actually be four hours for myself or I, I had a thought like maybe they could live stream one of the two hour in in person classes and I could just sit there um just like watch it on my phone or something and just like on the way home listen be in a cafe or something 
just to prove that I'm there and and participating because it's not fair to penalize me on something that I can't help. I can't help work and I can't help my nationality. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It would not be fair to penalize me and have me not complete the course because of rules and regulations that you've infused that I cannot match up to when it's something that I want to do. Immigration is hard, man. It's ridiculous. Like, and I, at least I could say that as a person of color, because my family also has immigrated, but I'm just like, they, they're making it very difficult to try and stay long term. I think that's why a lot of people, they just like give up the hope of KIP and just hope to get an F visa for marriage, because it's a lot easier than trying to rely on points and everything and doing all of these courses and all of that because it's not easy it's not easy at all yeah my recommendation if you can if you're in seoul or you're looking to visit korea anytime soon and and seoul is one of your stops do check out the the national museum of korea because it is a great place um even if you don't get to see like all the different floors because five floors like I said, I spent um, a lot of hours on that one floor about Korean history. And the other floors are like modern history or like um, uh, different exhibitions from around the world. So if you're like, if they're doing an exhibition on Europe, there's no point because I, I know like European history, but I'm not necessarily well versed in Korean history. So at least you can come in, it's for free. There were a lot of tourists. There were a lot of school kids. A lot of couples, a lot of families. It's a it's a lovely day out just to come out, and it's it's literally you can go up the stairs and look at the beautiful views of Namsan uh, mountain, uh, the the mountain of Namsan, because Namsan is mountain. It's like south. No, is 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 Nam south? It was Nam north. I I can't remember, but basically mountain mountains. <laughs> So yeah, Dragon Mountain, Mountain Mountain, because Yongsan. But anyway, yes, do go and visit it because it's a great place and it's for free. Um, when I have my family come over finally, that's one of the places I would like to take them because although it might be a bit hard for the walking, especially for my mum, but there are a lot of seated areas as well. So it'd be nice just to have a look around and just, just and there is a restaurant at the back. So you do half the venue, you can sit down, have some lunch and then, go go and trek trips back and do the other half as well so that's my recommendation for you but also just double check if you're on kip level five just make sure that you're able to complete those bonus hours because some of the rules that they have is just ridiculous it's, uh, it's so frustrating but let's not ruminate over that thank you guys for listening to this week's episode i hope you're going to keep warm and just look after yourselves and i hope you're having a good time wherever you are if you want to continue this conversation or if you have any recommendations or museums or venues that you would like me to check out in south korea or you want to ask more about the national museum of korea don't hesitate to contact me on my socials i am at soul nessie on instagram on on and on x slash twitter and I am soul to soul. Well, actually, no, technically, I am now Soul Nessie on YouTube as well because I've just changed my username. The the YouTube page is back. I've started to upload some shorts on the YouTube channel. I have been trying to uh, do some cross platform 
activity and a lot of the videos that I have uploaded on my Instagram, I'm now starting to integrate them into my YouTube because it's a lot easier just to do shorts. So let's see how that works. So my YouTube channel is back. It is Soul Nessie. That's how you can find me. But the YouTube channel obviously is called Soul to Soul. And I am Soul to Soul on Facebook as well. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you have a good one. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, Soul Fam. Slaters. And if you liked that episode of Soul to Soul, why not subscribe and follow this podcast on whatever streaming service you were using to listen? I'll see you in the next episode. Slaters.